Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to 2 Samuel chapter 23. I believe this is a very timely word for the church, for the people of God. Second Samuel 23, beginning of verse 13. Then three of the thirty chief men went down at harvest time and came to David at the cave of Adullam. And the troop of Philistines encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the stronghold and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David said with longing, Oh, that someone would give me a drink of the water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines, drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it, but poured it out to the Lord. And he said, Far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is this not the blood of the men who went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, he would not drink it. And these things were done by the three mighty men. Verse 16, So the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Here's what I want to draw out of the Scripture this morning, and I believe this is the word of the Lord for this church. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God, for those that would have ears to hear in this time, in this moment in history. The Lord is looking for men and women that will act as agents of breakthrough. Those that break through usher in the breakthrough, the move out and break through the enemy lines. The message reads, the three penetrated the Philistine lines. The New Century version, the three warriors broke through the Philistine army. The Lord wants to use you and I as agents of breakthrough. Individuals, a triad, a cord that break through enemy lines. The Lord wants to make you and I into agents of breakthrough. And the Lord has it in mind that His church would be filled with agents of breakthrough. Those that not only have some sort of an understanding of what it means to be a person that can usher in the breakthrough or bring breakthrough. But those that act, those that move. David Wilkerson said these words, the church was called into battle. It was not begun just to have good services and a nice building with lights that go on and off during the music. That's not why we're here. We are here to do battle against the gates of hell. 
Because we have a promise that hell will not prevail, Matthew 16, 18. We do not have a promise that it won't be strenuous or that all we have to do is whisper and the gates of hell will not prevail. No, there is going to be a battle and Satan is not going to give up easily, but we have a promise. It's going to take a battle. Are you ready to fight? We weren't promised that it was going to be easy. That there would be no pressure, no trial of faith, no persecution. We weren't promised that. But we were given a promise. This is a prophetic call today, and what I see is a people in the Spirit, of the Spirit, impelled by the Spirit, breaking through in what seems to be the natural, yet what is really taking place is supernatural. What are we talking about today? I want to remind the church, perhaps this is a new revelation for some, but I speak to the church today, what happens in here on a Sunday and so on may appear natural and simplistic to those that lack the revelation. But I want to remind us of the power of moving in the natural, in the Spirit, of the Spirit, impelled by the Spirit. Perhaps you hear and you say, how could I be an agent of breakthrough? How could I be a mighty one? How can I break through enemy lines? Worship. See, to those who lack the revelation, it looks natural and looks simplistic. It just looks and sounds like singing. It just looks and Sounds like speaking, looks and sounds like shouting. Worship, it just looks like sitting and standing and kneeling and bowing. It just looks like dancing. It just looks and sounds like clapping. It just looks like lifted hands. It just looks and sounds and feels like Music. Yes, perhaps it does to those who lack the revelation. But let me tell you what's really going on. So the mighty broke through the camp of the Philistines. You say, how can I be mighty? How can I bring breakthrough? How can I be one of these mighty ones? How can... I be an agent of breakthrough. Well, Ephesians 6, verse 12 in the Amplified. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. I posed some questions and then I'm going to answer these questions. Why do we need to keep gathering? Why do we need to keep singing and speaking and shouting and sitting 
and standing and kneeling and bowing and dancing? Why do we need to keep clapping and lifting hands and playing music? First off, because the Word of God tells us to. Why do we need to do these things? Because breakthrough is happening. Breakthrough is happening. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 and 5, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Are we using the weapons that God has given us, that God has instructed us to use? Verses 3 to 6 in the Passion Translation. For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. Wow. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. Since we are armed with such dynamic weaponry, we stand ready to punish any trace of rebellion. You see, the enemy would love to stop it all. Shut it up and shut it down. Shut us up and shut us down. Be careful. I believe the word of the Lord to the church today. Be careful. Do not give him a foothold, a beachhead, because soon he'll press in further and spread out farther. Why make a mountain out of a molehill? Why make a molehill out of a mountain? Just a thought. And so today we speak this out prophetically. Isaiah 62, verses 1 to 4 in the voice. I, we, will not keep quiet for Zion's sake. I, we, will not remain silent until Jerusalem's justice shines like the light of the new day. And her liberation blazes like a torch in the dead of night. Jerusalem, the nations of the world will witness your righteousness. The most powerful world leaders will see your brilliance. And you will be called something new. Something brand new. A name given by none other than the eternal one. And you will be the crowning glory of the eternal's power. A royal crown cradled in his palm. And held aloft by your God for all to see. People won't talk about you anymore using words like forsaken or empty. Instead, you will be called my delight. And the land around you married because the eternal is pleased with you. And has bound himself to your land. Don't let go of your ability to break through to the individual today, to couples today, to family units today, to the church today. Don't let go of your ability to break through. Don't set it on the shelf. Don't set it aside. Don't stop. Don't relent. Don't yield. Do not concede. 
There is going to be a battle. Satan is not going to give up easily, but we have a promise. It's going to take a battle. Are you ready to fight? This is no new news today that the enemy is at work setting up camp, (laughs) camping out the host of darkness. 2 Samuel 23, verse 16, in the voice, so these three mighty men broke through the nearby camp of the Philistines. I trust you can hear and receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying today. There are nearby camps of the Philistines that are nearer than we might think, nearer than we might realize, and nearer than we want to believe. These mighty broke through the nearby camp of the Philistines. The Lord is here today to remind us that we can be agents of breakthrough. He's here today to remind us that we are agents of breakthrough, and He's here today to remind us to do what agents of breakthrough do. Break through. If we are going to break through, be a people of breakthrough, there are things we are going to have to break through. What kind of things? Pride. Reluctance. Fear of man. Emotion. Feeling. Fatigue. Distraction. Disinterest, apathy, lethargy, unbelief. How can we become agents of breakthrough? Are you ready? We came to the house of the Lord and we're going to take in the word. How can we become agents of breakthrough? Psalm 149, verses 6 to 9. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of irons, to execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all the saints. Praise the Lord. How can we be agents of breakthrough? Second Chronicles 20, verses 21 and 22. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those that should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. This is the word of the Lord. I'm just delivering to you the report of the Lord. Amen. Joshua 6.20. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet 
And the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. How about 2 Chronicles 13, verses 14 and 15? And when Judah looked around, to their surprise, the battle line was at both front and rear. And they cried out to the Lord, and the priests sounded the trumpets. Then the men of Judah gave a shout. And as the men of Judah shouted, it happened that God struck Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. Today, this is a call to rise up as agents of breakthrough, to move as agents of breakthrough and to do what agents of breakthrough do, break through. I trust you can receive the word of the Lord today. Exodus 17, verses 10 to 13 in the message. Joshua did what Moses ordered in order to fight Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. It turned out that whenever Moses raised his hands, Israel was winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, Amalek was winning. Ah, it just looks like raising hands. But Moses' hands got tired, so they got a stone and set it under him. He sat on it, and Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on each side. So his hands remained steady until the sun went down. Joshua defeated Amalek and its army in battle. I wonder today if we can see what's really going on. What's really happening? Ezekiel 21, 14. You therefore, son of man, prophesy and strike your hands together. Job 27, verse 23, men shall clap their hands at him and shall hiss him out of his place. It's just singing. Why is it important? It's just shouting. It's just speaking. Clapping hands. Playing instruments. Just looks like dancing to the untrained eye and the untrained ear, to those that lack the revelation. But guess what? Once we have the revelation, we are responsible for the level of revelation we have received. Today, I'm just here to deliver the report of the Lord, and this is what His Word says. You know, I can't help but think of the camp of the enemy that has come real close, too nearby to some, for comfort. We're talking about depression, anxiety, fear, distress, anger, impatience, uncontrollable impulse, infirmity. Hopelessness, suicide. 1 Samuel 16, verses 16 and 23. Let our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the harp. And it shall be that he will play it with his hand when the distressing spirit from God is upon you, and you shall be well. 
And so it was whenever the Spirit of God was upon Saul that David would take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit would depart from him. Listen, although in this case the Spirit upon Saul was from God, the same truth applies. The voice reads, David would play the harp, Saul would be relieved of his torment, and the evil spirit would depart. Listen, get in the house and let the music rush through you. Be made well. Be refreshed. See the distress depart. This is in the Word of God. I love it. The life we are living is spiritual. And the things we are doing, the expressions we are employing, are spiritual. And they are breaking through. They are breaking through. Micah 4.13, Arise and thresh, O daughter of Zion. For I will make your horn iron, and I will make your hooves bronze. You shall beat in pieces many people. I will consecrate their gain to the Lord and their substance to the Lord of the whole earth. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, man, this sounds so spiritual. What do you expect? We're Christians. Come up to the level. Romans 16, 20, you ready? And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. The Passion Translation, and the God of peace will swiftly pound Satan to a pulp under your feet. The margin actually says like jelly, all right? And the wonderful favor of our Lord Jesus will surround you. Here, too, we attach our faith to the report of the Lord. That's what the word of the Lord says. It just looks like dancing. No, it's dancers who dance upon injustice. Agents of breakthrough. Let me remind the church, as I already have read today, the church was called into battle. It was not begun just to have good services in a nice building with lights that go off and on during the music. That's not why we're here. That is not why we are here. We are here to do battle against the gates of hell because we have a promise that hell will not prevail. Have you come to the church today, first and foremost, to bless God Almighty because He is worthy that we gather? He's worthy to receive blessing, honor, glory, power, strength. He's worthy to receive our worship. Ain't no rock going to cry in my place. He's worthy that we worship Him the way He has asked us to worship Him, not just the way we feel comfortable with. He said, this is, this is how you can worship me. And this is how I'm not only going to bless you, but this is how I'm going to bring breakthrough by using you as an agent of breakthrough. We come first and foremost to bless God, but we come here to do battle. We come here to do battle. Welcome to the war. Are you ready to fight for it? I think of Tuesday nights, Christ City Prayer, if you've never been, you are more than welcome. Join us. 
Oh, it just looks like prayer. What a miracle of God, Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights is. And I say to the church, we have to keep coming and we have to keep praying. We have to keep waiting on the Lord. We have to keep encouraging and exhorting others to join the cause, to join the fight. Psalm 130, verse 5, I wait upon you expecting your breakthrough. I don't know what you expect when you come to pray. Anything? It's not just religious ritual. We're here to bless God with our prayers, our supplications, our intercession. And we're here to do battle. James 5, verses 16 to 18, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah, oh, he was a he was a prophet. Is that what it says? Elijah was out of my league. Is that what it says? If you've got a translation that reads like that, cast it aside. Because it says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. J.B. Phillips' New Testament, tremendous power is made available through a good man's earnest prayer. You know what Queen Mary of the Scots said? Little history lesson. You know what she said? There was a man in the land. man named John Knox. Check it out. This is what she said. I fear the prayers of John Knox more than all the assembled armies of Europe. What a statement. You see, she saw the impact of John Knox's prayers. You say, oh, it's just prayer. It's no big deal. Well, let me remind you what Jesus said. My house shall be called a what? House of prayer. And I was perhaps going to save this, but we'll just let it out of the bag. My house shall be called a house of prayer. That doesn't just mean that Jesus calls it a house of prayer. It doesn't just mean that we call it a house of prayer. It means that the world calls it a house of prayer. The world sees. My house shall be called. My house shall be known. My house shall be seen as a house of prayer for all nations. My house shall be called a house of prayer. Many have lost sight of what Jesus intended his house would be. They no longer understand the power of what's going on inside these walls. They treat it lightly and they take it lightly. That's why many forsake the assembling of themselves together. When the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, as is the manner of some. But as the day approaches, as the day approaches, gather, keep on gathering. 
Tremendous power is made available through a good man's earnest prayer. You know, with all we've read in the Scripture today, it's no wonder the enemy wants to shut us up and shut us down. <laughs> Maybe you're here today, you say, those are great Scriptures. Thank you. I'm just not comfortable moving like that. I don't believe we need to move like that. I don't believe we need to clap and sing and shout and dance and pray. And for whatever reason, you're rejecting it. Well, as I've said, there are things we need to break through. <laughs> like self-belief. You know what Augustine said? He said, if you believe what you like in the gospel and reject what you don't like, it is not the gospel you believe, but yourself. Do you believe in self, or do you believe in God? If we believe what we want in this Bible, and we reject what we don't want, we don't believe in the Bible. We believe in self. This is the word of the Lord today. What God can do with the surrendered people that understand understand that they are called to bring breakthrough. The Lord is here commending agents of breakthrough, calling on agents of breakthrough, commissioning agents of breakthrough. He is commanding agents of breakthrough, and he's counting on agents of breakthrough. Just like the three warriors that broke through the Philistine army, we break through. Proverbs 21, 22, in the Passion Translation, listen to these words. This is so beautiful. A warrior filled with wisdom ascends into the high place and releases regional breakthrough, bringing down the strongholds of the mighty. Apply that to what we're talking about today. When you have the wisdom, you have the revelation that we're in here, we clap. Listen, what is it? We know it's for the Lord. We're applauding the Lord. We're applauding the Lord. We're keeping in time with the music, but we're also clapping against the enemy. That's what it says, strike your hands. We're dancing. We're celebrating the presence of the Lord. We're excited to be in the house of God. We're celebrating his freedom and his victory. You say, you don't know all the things I'm going through, all the pressures. You know what's happening out there? I do. I live out there. I live on a street like you live. I have many neighbors who aren't saved. My kids go to public school. I live out there. I know exactly what's going on. We all know what's going on. Listen, we always have a reason to rejoice. We always have a reason to praise because we have received the greatest miracle, the greatest provision we could ever receive, and that is eternal life, eternal salvation, reconciliation with God, right relationship with God the Father. And we have promises like this. The Bible says, Matthew 6, what does it say? I don't know if you've memorized it yet, but you better memorize it. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, 
And all of these things will be added unto you. He's going to take care of the rest. You know what the enemy wants right now more than ever? The people of God full of fear, anxiety, all these things. No way. He just wants us like everybody else out there running around, freaking out. The peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding. Guarding your mind, guarding your heart. Governing your life. Bring the breakthrough. Bring the breakthrough. Never stop singing. Never stop shouting. Never stop speaking. Luke 19, verse 40, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Never stop lifting hands, never stop clapping hands, never stop playing instruments, never stop standing in the house of the Lord, never stop sitting in the presence of the Lord, never stop bowing and kneeling, never stop dancing, never stop praying and interceding and crying out because we're breaking through. Breakthrough is happening. Breakthrough is happening. We contend for breakthrough, and yet we understand that we first move with these expressions to bless our God. We move with these expressions to bless the Lord, to honor Him, to lift Him up, that He be magnified and exalted. We can have the worship team return today. Psalm 149, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the assembly of saints. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name with the dance. Let them sing praises to him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute the vengeance, to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of irons, to execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. Praise the Lord. Can, do you catch that? This is our honor. This honor have all the saints. And this is for all season. Don't let anybody take away that honor. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the lute and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you are here today and you've been silenced, You've accepted silence, reverted to silence, resorted to silence. You've chosen silence. 
What needs to be broken through so you can be the agent to break through the Lord desires? The Lord wants to use us as agents of breakthrough that release regional breakthrough, that bring it about, that break through the enemy lines, the Philistine lines that break through. The Lord wants to use us. What needs to be broken through so we can be the agents of breakthrough the Lord desires? I wonder today, is it, is it pride? You know, two of the main reasons people never express themselves in the house of the Lord like God desires are these, pride and the fear of man. The fear of what I'm going to look like when I lift my hands. Fear of what I'm going to sound like when I sing. The fear of what I'm going to look like when I dance. And so we never move out because of the fear of man. Choosing the fear of man rather than the fear of God. Or it's simply pride. Reluctance. The truth is, in order to be an agent of breakthrough, we're going to have to break through these. We're going to have to break through reluctance. We're going to have to break through pride. We're going to have to break through the fear of man. You know that first time? Wonder what my spouse will think. How about wonder what my God will think? <laughs> my kids are going to mock me in the car. What were you doing up there, the Pentecostal two-step? Yeah. <laughs> we all start there. Listen, we worship, we're worshiping before an audience of one. And if, if we're in this place looking around going, hey, look at that guy. Guess what? Grow up. How about emotion? You're going to have to break through emotion. Guess what? You know what happens? The enemy messes with, what does he mess with? He messes with Saturdays. I'll tell you, in my house, a lot of times, wow, Saturdays is rough. You're just like waiting for Sunday, right? Because the enemy comes to attack. The enemy comes to work on emotions. He comes to work on us. He comes to get us all just, this went wrong in the house. This went wrong in the house. This went, I got to buy this. Oh, my glory. I checked my bank account. It's not working. My kids. All these things, right? And what happens? He wants to get us thinking about all those things. So when we get to the house of the Lord, it's just, woe is me. Get to the house of the Lord. Emotions. Emotions. We're going to have to break through emotions. Agents of breakthrough, you want to know what? Soldiers have to break through emotion. They cannot be subject to emotion. You want to know the truth? This is the truth. When a soldier goes to war, when a soldier goes to fight and defend the country, they can't say, well, today I don't feel like getting up. Today I don't feel... I don't feel like fighting. I don't, 
I don't want to go to war. I don't feel like doing any of these things, you know? You don't know what I'm facing. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what's going on inside. Listen, you want to know what the Bible says? I'm just going to give you another tip. You want to break through emotion? This is right out of the Word of God. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You see, some, some are never released from their heaviness because they never put on the garment of praise. And yet they come and they want to be prayed for. And the answer God is giving them is not prayer. It's not the laying on of hands. It's praise. God's saying put on the garment of praise. How about you start to clap? How about you start to sing? How about you start to shout? How about you start to speak out the praises of God? How about you start to dance upon your own injustice that you're facing in your life? For God will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. This is just the word of God feeling, fatigue. Listen, we can all become weary in well-doing. Is anything happening? I keep going to church week after week. I keep going to Christ City Prayer. I've been going my whole life. Keep fasting. Is anything happening? Persevere, persevere, persevere. Breakthrough's coming. God is working. We might not be able to see it, but the army is moving. And we're going to team up with the army and we're going to see breakthrough. Amen. In Jesus' name. Distraction. Distraction's a big one. Distraction's a big one. The enemy wants to get us distracted with so many things. One thing, a little vibration right here. And I don't mean this in a silly way, and pretty soon we pull the phone out. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't always check. I'm not, that's not my point. There are so many distractions. We're speaking in tongues. We're going for it. We're going for it. Hold on, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's all these things that the enemy just works into these times when we should be in intercession, pressing in, pressing into God, pressing into God. Why are we looking on the right or the left? We're looking there because Jesus is the one who is glorified and honored. Jesus is the one we're lifting high. So we have to push through distraction. We're going to have to push through disinterest. We're going to have to push through disinterest. If, if anybody ever says, you know, church is boring. Like, what have you just told God about his house? We've just said, you know, your presence, thanks for showing up, but it really wasn't that great. Disinterest, apathy, lethargy, unbelief. Some just simply believe that none of this really matters. This is just all natural. Well, it's not. What's another thing we're going to have to break through? You ready for this one? Spirit of unbiblical religiosity. Tradition. Well, I grew up this way. We never did any of these things. Well, guess what? Maybe you didn't have the revelation. Maybe we didn't have the revelation. But when you get shown what the Word of God says, listen, you just can't cut the whole book of Psalms out of your Bible. All these expressions, we can't get rid of all this stuff. Unbiblical religiosity. And here's another one a distorted view of the Bible. Here's another one we're going to have to break through. Are you ready for this? I think we need to do this now. Placing the decree of man over the decree of God. I'm not trying to stir anything up. I'm just saying, do not 
at least my house, me and my house will serve the Lord. We are not going. We are not going to place the decree of man over the decree of God. When it starts to, listen, I have respect, I have honor, you know, all that stuff. But when you start to mess with this book, there's a time when it's over. There's a time when we have to draw a line in the sand and say enough is enough. There is a time when we have to just say stop. We don't rise up with this military campaign and go out and fight in that way. We fight with our spiritual weapons. We fight with the weapons God has given us. We stand for what is right. We hold to what is true. I have respect for the authorities. I have respect. God says to show them respect. God says to give them honor. God says to pray for them. And so we pray for them. But I just want to ask the church today, when do we say enough is enough? And I just want you to hold that question in your own heart and your own spirit today. I'm not trying to push anything forward or suggest anything at all. I'm just saying what the Spirit is saying. And when it starts to mess with things like, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. I got to go with God's law. When it starts to go against these things like singing, when God said, and shouting, clapping, the gathering of the saints, when it starts to go against faith, I got to go with the Word of God. I got to go with the Word of God. Lord, I pray in this place that the revelation of what has been shared today would change things. That God, we would see breakthrough in our own lives, we'd see breakthrough in our homes, in our streets. Lord, as we press in, I pray, Lord, that our prayers, we know that they are powerful. There's tremendous power in our prayers and our worship and all these acts, Lord, these weapons you've given us as we use them, Lord, according to your word, as we use them in line with your word, I pray, Lord, that you would release regional breakthrough. I pray, Lord, that things would begin to change and shift. Lord, that your kingdom would come and your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. We know you're moving in this time. We know that underneath all of this, there is a God who has not surrendered his sovereignty, his authority. We know that you're moving, Lord. And so I pray, Lord, that you would use us for your glory. You would use us as agents of breakthrough. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, if there's anything that needs to be broken through, I know we're just a few minutes over. We're going to wrap up right here in just a moment. Just, Lord, help me break through this. I need to break through this area. You know what the area is. The Spirit speaking to you. The Spirit speaking to you right now, whatever it is for your life. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help us to break through that area, God. Whatever it be, you see, Lord. Come and search us, oh God, and know us. Try our hearts. If there's anything that we don't see, Lord, I pray that you would show us. You would show us, Lord. And then you would lead us, oh God. You would lead us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In our hearts be cry, be glorified, be lifted up. For you.